Hello, good morning. Today I'd like to share with you from the Gospel according to John chapter 9, verses 1 to 41. And we read all the story about the blind man. As Jesus went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him beg and ask, Isn't this, this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes opened, they asked. He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? they asked him. I don't know, he said. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, How can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. The man replied, He's a prophet. They still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son? they asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he's our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind, but how he can see now, or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him, he's of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders, who already had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That was why his parents said, He is of age, ask him. The second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have told you already and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then the hurt insults at him and said, You are this fellow's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, Now that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. 
We know that God doesn't listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. To this they replied, you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you to lecture us? And they threw him out. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, What are we blind to? Jesus said, If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. The blind man who was healed was full of joy and told everyone what had happened. People were amazed and puzzled. His neighbors and those who had seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes open? they asked. He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. People took the blind man before the Jewish authorities. There he was questioned because the healing had been performed on the day of rest, and that was something that was not allowed to be done on that day according to Jewish law. At the end of being questioned, the blind man still gives witness to the truth and says, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. This was the final and decisive test and last statement to prove that Jesus had performed a miracle and healed the man. If this man were not from God, then he could do nothing. There was the straw that broke the camel's back and made the Pharisees hate Jesus further. These events are the background for today's reading. The most important thing we'll discuss today is the topic victorious faith. Jesus performs miracles. Jesus is the Son of God. The one who confesses aloud that Jesus is the Son of God and confesses that he can do miracles and recognizes this will receive the faith. Your eyes will be opened and you will see. That is, your faith will be awakened and you will be able to believe and receive the blessings of God. Those who are unwilling to confess Jesus as the Son of God do not recognize that he has supernatural powers and that that powers can reach out to every believer. As a result of their words, they will not be able to have faith. They will be spiritually blind. The Pharisees could not see even if they thought they could, because they didn't truly believe in the Son of God. There are many people, even Christians, who actually don't know what is to believe in God. 
They don't believe that God is an almighty God. They believe that Jesus is a kind of a spiritual leader of a religion to which they adhere as per usual. The thought that God will intervene supernaturally in their daily reality doesn't cross their minds. In Western countries, the supernatural realm of God is neglected. When people receive an education and their education overcomes the revelation, they begin to believe more in their education and reasoning and they forget about God's revelation. Education is a very good thing. We need education, but don't let education block God's revelation in your life. And the revelation of God produces the kind of faith that we are talking about today. Jesus tells the healed, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. That is what we must declare Aloud, I believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, and I believe that He is God and that God is able to give me faith. When I am able to declare this, God opens my eyes. That is the miracle of giving me more faith, the faith to allow God's intervention in my life. Do we want the divine intervention of God in our lives? Yes, of course. Well, there are some things we must begin to do in our own lives and put it into practice so that this will happen. The first thing is to confess with our mouth that Jesus is the Son of God. Perhaps for many of us today we'll take this step for granted. Yet there are still many people who deny the existence of God. There are people who belong to a church yet have difficulty confessing with their mouth that Jesus is the Son of God. And that's the first step. We must be sure to do this, even if we are doing it in public, when we are asked to talk about it even in front of non-believers. It's easy to say, I pray, for example, but God didn't answer my prayers. The question is, are you confessing with your heart and your mouth every day that Jesus is the Son of God, even in front of people? What is the nature of most of the words that you are filling your mouth with? Are they words of faith and confidence in the Son of Man or words of negativity and defeat? While this may seem banal, it's the key to maintaining strong faith. Confess with your mouth, that is, with our everyday words. Express the confidence you have in the God who can do miracles. Miracles are the intervention of the supernatural power of God. They are only possible if they are supported by our confidence in God. The only way to have confidence in God is to maintain a constant attitude of faith, staying in good spirits with good thoughts and a peaceful soul that rests in the security of knowing that God is taking care of us and that our faith will create a path a miracle is coming. I want to mention today that we must pray. That we'll take for granted. The person who confesses Jesus Christ as the Son of God prays and does it every day. This person doesn't pray because it is a custom or tradition or part of 
a religion or for fulfillment or even for fear of God. We pray because it's a necessity. Just as we need to talk to our loved ones, for example, so we need to talk to God every day. If this need is not present in us, there is an issue in our life of faith. We have to correct it if we really want to receive God's favor. Let us begin to have a relationship with him through everyday conversation. It's also assumed that you must feed yourself spiritually by reading the Bible. If you are not doing this, start today doing it, and in no time you'll be amazed at how terrifically your faith begins to grow. This happens because you're connected to the living Word of God. If we really care to grow these habits, we can begin to see, to see things that were unseen in our lives up to this point. We'll see the blessings that God has prepared for us, and we'll enjoy them more than ever before. We'll see that God is a living God who is manifested in supernatural ways. But we have to declare this with our mouth, with our thoughts, with our testimony, with our daily prayer, and our daily Bible reading. We must be as the healed man who said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. May God grant us faith and confidence to be within the group of those who see, who can see. As of today, let this include every one of us who gathers in our beloved church. I wish the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. I wish you a very blessed week.